Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of the woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. week has been a f- the internet has been really on fire in the best possible way we've taken all the anger and channeled it into hysteria my favorite was the fake twitter account that said john Barron, 1945 or something with the mustache <laughs> yes with the mustache he's like i am new to twitter how does this thing work so funny oh my god i'm very proud of my status update i saw that you enjoyed that which one was it? Oh, to be a fly on Mike Pence's head right about now. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Kicked oh, off Twitter. Paul also said, he's like, oh, and it's because of you guys, you fucking guys, I've just been spending the, the last two days binging um, Supermarket Sweep. I'm like, it's oh my the God. fucking best. You know that um, the feedback on that episode was very good. People really enjoyed us getting Supermarket Sweep questions. So maybe we should revisit it, but with a different game show at some point. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just thinking. All right. Well, hey, hey, what did you do this last week? Nothing. I have nothing to contribute. A coup. <laughs> a coup. Bless you. <laughs> oh, a coup, a coup. There was a there was a coup. Who's coup and who? <laughs> <laughs> I love coup. I, I really love coup. Do. I love coup in the morning. <laughs> I love coup wow. when it's all on you. See, here's the thing about our podcast is that we record, you know, days in advance, and then the news happens faster than we can make fun of it. Right. And then we come back together. And then we laugh. Oh, we laugh and we drink and we cry. This would be a great day for aliens to appear. Like this would be like the, the, the week. Just whenever, like whoever said last week, like, well, couldn't get worse than this. You, the you, if okay. you, you're probably carrying that podium out of the first the of all. No. <laughs> These kids and their trophies nowadays, you know? Did he take it? It's so hard to put on eBay. I mean, really. Which is, I think, now the only platform we're going to allow Trump on at this point. Like, it's- I've got a mid-century wing chair, and I'm going to make America great again with it. Please follow me on my Etsy page. <laughs> You can only find him on Pinterest now. Hey, <laughs> follow President Trump on Manhunt. <laughs> you guys, I've been kicked off of everything, but you can find me on classmates.com. That's classmates.com. <laughs> mask for mask, patriot for patriot. <laughs> well hung. I, I, I'm currently on AOL. You can <laughs> you can email me. I do a handshake. Is that what the kids call it these days? I'm on the chess ma- uh, messenger board. <laughs> chess? What's chess? Ch- oh, like the game? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, is this a porn thing that I don't know about? No. Come on. Porn has a million different categories. He's got to be a category. Someone's got to be them. fucking to chess. I got to say, one of the funnier things... <laughs> That's the text. We're just flying all over the world this past week. One of my cousins <laughs> said, uh, does Mitch McConnell's upper lip not move? Does he have Botox? And I was like, yes. 
Mitch McConnell is Botoxing his upper lip and doing nothing about the bottom half of his face. It is well, like, that would be Nicole Kidman. <laughs> it's like trying to fix a clock on the Titanic. Like, and just set it to 12. Good. And, uh, and we're done here. Well, everybody? Anyone? Where'd everybody go? Is anyone, no, one, no one's going to have us for dinner? Why am I standing on a slant? Yeah. Oh, God. This is a raked stage. Wow. <laughs> so much for sober for dry January. I, mean, I tell such, you what. This is going to be so great. I'm going to start all over again. See, somebody said it, and it cursed the entire planet. Not me. When we I didn't thought do that it the toughest time. part of the week was going to be the Georgia runoff. No, that got completely eclipsed. Can uh-huh. you imagine? You're like, you guys, I won. Where's you guys? Going? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you going the other way? <laughs> I would like to know this. Is that Nancy's Pelosi's rolling chair? Where are you guys going? What What's happening? happening? I would like to know. So everyone, <laughs> all these people who just like are in face paint and like supercharged, like fucking storm the castle. Yeah. What did they? Th- what was going to happen once they got there? Like, has everyone watched? The, you know what this is? This is every asshole who has kept. The Fast and Furious fan franchise to, yes. to the 12th one. No fucking substance. There's also no consequence for anybody in any of these fucking stupid ass films. And they're like, so once you get there, okay, now what? let me just tell you what happens when you storm the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. You should expect that, that one girl like crying with the onion in her hand. She's like, I didn't expect to get maced. You store, you broke through the Capitol building with all of our legislators inside of it. What did you think was, you were going to find a buffet, maybe relax the for a while, The vice president of the United States was inside. What do you think? They were going to get hand out Vianetta? <laughs> Like, what did you think was going to (laughs) happen? Oh, welcome. Oh, another slice? Like, Oh, I couldn't possibly know. (laughs) It's the height of luxury, you know. Andy's candies, anybody? I think now is the time for me to tell you something very important. If you're not pregnant right now. And I wanted you to hear it from me first. Okay. Because I just... The internet has been delivering us gold, but I got a... And the garbage fire at the same time. Sure. But... Every now and then, you find out something that's going to happen that gets you really excited. After 30 years, Vianetta is coming back. What? (laughs) What? I am not joking. It was announced a day ago. Vianetta is returning. I don't know. They don't have an exact date. All we know is that we're getting vanilla. What, was Vanilla. there more than one flavor? There was more than one flavor. Apparently, there's a mint chocolate chip that's roaming around out there. Still? It's in the coffers. It's in Germany somewhere. You have to take what you can get. And right now, we are going to be sent. <laughs> it's almost like an emergency packet it? that's been dropped from the sky. Who's sending it? Who's sending this, Vianetta? How did they know we wanted this and needed this? And don't you think for a second that my first thought wasn't, we did this. We, we did secreted this. this. We put this out in the atmosphere, and we were specific about it. We kept repeating. Our mantra was Vianetta. I got a tattoo. <laughs> Scratch and Height of luxury. Yeah, sure. Vianetta is coming back. Let me ask you this. Thoughts if and prayers. we secret this, can this be in the cafeteria at the Capitol? I can't promise you that. Okay. But we can definitely tweet it into the sky. And hope for the best. I'm very excited about this. Kinetta is coming. What? Are, who? Who decided? Who? Who? Where did that come from? You can't tell me that somebody on the airwaves, because you know we're international. 
sure. people listen to us mm. in England and France, and there's some guy Japan. in Spain who keeps trying to write to us. Yeah. I do like the fact that your husband interrupted us and said that we need to talk about the Capitol, and we went from the Capitol immediately to Vienna. <laughs> Because we, on dear part, are talking about the most important news stories of the day. I don't care if there's a real life Godzilla in DC. Viennetta's coming back. What? You guys, Cavaricis are making a return. We have our finger on the pulse of everything from 1985. I make no apologies. Hyper color. You guys, kid and play, are reuniting. House party (laughs) twelve. We will be first in line at that 7-Eleven when the first shipment of Vianetta comes in. It's almost like... I think it's like, sexier than that. I don't think it's going to be at 7-Eleven. I think, I think that the foreign countries, they were like, we need to send aid to America. We need to send aid. What do they need? They need Vianetta. They need to feel luxurious on a budget. Send them vanilla. <laughs> Should we send them chocolate? Not yet. Not yet. Just start them slow. Are you so excited? I think I'm about to lose control, and I think I like it. Oh, I am so happy. I've never been so excited for a dessert item to come back. Now, if we can get some Hillshire Farm sausages. I don't want that. Well, if you're going to accept Vianetta into your life, you need to accept other 1980s foods. I think it's still a thing. I'd like some Bartles and James instead. <gasps> Zima is knocking on this door. We are opening up a portal. I just want the old folks that were selling Bartles and James. This is why Ralph Macchio is a sex symbol again. Everything old is new again. Right. The 80s are back. Right. I'm so... Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations on a Vianetta return. Thanks. Vianetta 2021! <laughs> I'd storm the Capitol for quality vanilla! Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Storming the Capitol in 2021. If you, everyone's like, well, nothing's going to, nothing's going to trump this fucking global pandemic and world and worldwide devastation and unemployment. And 2020 is like, hold a second. But wait a second. I got you. I got you right here. I got you right here. Were you really surprised? I mean, who who could see this coming except all of us? Except for everyone on Parley. You know, Parler's been banned now, too. Well, I mean, this you know is like I, put, this is like putting like a piece of gum in a hole in the Titanic. It's like, it's going to shoot out somewhere else. It's Mitch McConnell's upper lip Botox. Uh-huh. It just isn't going to work. <laughs> I called, I couldn't remember the name of Parler, and I called it Pander the other day, which... Same thing. Yeah. I'm going to be starting my own. It's for comedians who are trying to break through, and it's called Pander.com. No E. Don't need it. Mm, it's like burger, B-R-G-R. B-R-G-R. Burger. Um, all right. You know what? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say hi to everybody because with the news of Vianetta returning, get excited. Because you know what? It's time to welcome you all to Dear Pod, the comedy Vianetta Forward Advice <laughs> Podcast. I am your host, Judge Reinhold. Oh god, and I'm Mayor Winningham. <gasps> and we're coming to you from the post-holiday glow of the Maha'a Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? America, America. America, fuck yeah. Come out again to save the motherfucking day. Yeah, America, fuck yeah. Freedom is the only way, yeah. Terrorists, your game is through. Cause now you have to 
a really, it's really good song. It really is. <laughs> Until it's really just piped right in your ear hole. You don't realize. Yeah, you, that it's puppets. It's, I, but it's so much more. Yeah. Just like us. We're so much more. I'd like it if like that was like playing while people are like, like, like really getting like pumped up to like break into the Capitol. Yeah. Or if like someone was just playing like, like Barbara Streisand and, and. Oh, <laughs> what was their guilty. choice? Their song of choice. Because <laughs> we've got nothing to be guilty. Just like and they're like, I really love this song. And then they realize it's fake and they're like, oh, I feel tricked. Just like me when I was listening to Creed or any sort of song oh, that suddenly okay. becomes religious, mm-hmm. you know, where I'm like, I really like this song. This is actually like a really good song. And then it's like, and Jesus has my back. And then I'm like, Jesus, Jesus. Anyway, I, I, I can't do that. Oh, God. You're like singing it out loud. Oh. You're like, what the? Well, this week, like all weeks, we are singing to you. Loud and proud, we're bringing you not only old school advice for, for new school problems, <laughs> for we're old bringing you people. old school desserts <laughs> for new school tastes, baby. We are digging up articles of Ann Landis and Dear Abby, bringing them to the surface, dusting them off, reanimating <clears throat> them, and then putting them back down in the ground again. You know, like the cheap hookers they are, we throw them to the curb. If you don't already, what are you waiting for? Follow us on your social medias at Dear Pod Official, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're still allowed on all these platforms. Yes. Uh, our website, Dear Pod Official at G- oh, DearPod.com. DearPodOfficial.com. Oh, God, I'm blatting. Wow. I'm blatting a thousand is what I just said. That's cool. I just got so excited. That's okay. That's, I'm, yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself. So follow our website, DearPodOfficial.com, where you can find every last episode and tidbits just waiting there for you. Email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com if you have any advice questions that you would like to hear read on air by me and my delicious co-host with his Amy Amy Irving hair. Amy Grant. Amy, or Grant. Amy Irving. Actually, really. both. Any Amy hair. He's got lots of curls. And most importantly, and finally, go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dearpodofficial, and become a subscriber so you can get even more funny every week for just the cost of a, a small chai tea latte, either three or five dollars, depending on what kind of milk you want to use or milk alternative, you can get extra things dropped into your inbox from us. You know, like um, cocktail recipes, words of wisdom, entertaining things, entertaining things. Entertaining. So do it. Find us. Patreon.com slash official. Business out of the way. Other than a coup, how are you doing? Super fantastic. Thanks How's your coup? How's your coup going? Oh my God, how are coup? John Cougar coup. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, I didn't watch the news for months. Why? And then all of a sudden this happened again. Because I, it's too much. It's exhausting. I'm like, unless you have something new to tell me, I, I don't want to hear it. And I really oh. wanted to avoid all the, the chaos. But then this happened, and I was like, ooh, hold my beer. I'm back, baby. I'm going on theguardian.com, MSNBC, checking all the all the outlets. It was uh, it was quite the fun week we had. But now we're here, <sighs> working our way out of it. Is there anything else you did this week? Um, No, I didn't really? do much other than just watch the effing news and lose my mind. And the world I'm explodes. still obs- I'm like I'm obsessed with like it's like everyone who's like who's played Dungeon and Dungeons and Dragons watched too much Braveheart all like that like that token 
dumbass, like Fast and the Furious, um, any like game where they don't like what they they don't understand is there's a consequence to just mm-hmm. World you know, of Warcraft. Yeah, it's not like they're like, you know what, we're gonna go to the fucking Target and we're gonna rescue Jimmy from from the back. Yeah, there is no goal at the end, right? Of it. So, like there's no I, I'm gonna go in and get the chalice. There is no misdemeanor. You're at the Capitol building in the DC. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's this kind of now they <laughs> that's the best part is like, all right, now we're in here. What are we gonna do? Now make what? long distance <clears throat> phone calls. Everybody <laughs> So I got I'm gonna call one nine hundred hot jugs. On I'm gonna, Nancy I'm gonna read Pelosi's this book phone. on bills. <laughs> like, but what <laughs> Jim, that's funny. You can't read good. <laughs> It is really like they got in there and yeah, there's looting and they're stealing. But, but they're all walking around. Like, it's like they broke into a museum and they're like, awesome, we're here. Like a bunch of intellectuals breaking into like the Met late and night. They're like, I can't take this stuffed brontosaurus out, can I? Here, help me try. <laughs> like even the guy with the podium was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Once I get it home and make it into earrings, I mean, what I can know. you do? But it felt like, what was that, like World War Z? Remember when like all like the zombies would like topple on top of one another and like they make these huge piles? Oh, yeah. That's what it looked like from the outset with these stupid, ridiculous dumpster fire flags. It's oh, like, my God. Like, we're patriots. I'm like, well, you actually aren't if you're desecrating the flag like this and then putting that pig vomit's face all over it. What's well, wrong with you people? I don't know. I don't know. And, and you're just, we're watching going... I just was like, they're so relaxed. They're so relaxed, wandering on the Senate floor. <laughs> I think that that was what it was. It's like, they all right, to, we they, made it. You know they're now not Catholic. You know they're not Catholic because if they were Catholic, they'd be like, I really shouldn't be here. You'd be a lot more like, who like, you know, like, <laughs> like I am like, a oh, God fearing man. Fuck. Oh my God, I'm really nervous. I'm sorry. If I'm I sorry, broke I'm into sorry. the Capitol, I'd be like, oh my God, I I'm just sorry, fell sorry, in this hands up. I was dating this guy and he told me he was going to take me somewhere really cool. And then I walked in the store and now suddenly I'm here. And After I kicked through the window, I didn't really know what to expect. This is a wonderful dome. This is really Lovely. great. Oh, there's Vice President Pence. Like, honestly. They you're... were so relaxed, a guy blazed up a dube in that so, big center dome. The rotunda. The rotunda, that's the word. Where Rev Warnock was arrested for praying, but yet these people this have guy not been can, arrested. Can, you know, blaze up his apple bong and <laughs> and but like so relaxed know. about it. He's like, I'll just I be here got a sprite can. carving carving the center. <laughs> exactly. Here, hold my cores for a minute. I'm gonna pop the bottom. Good. We're gonna do this real slow. Real slow. It, it, there's no more words for this except for Nope, there's no more words. Yeah, That's it's it. Absolutely. I've hit the end of the words. It is just astounding. Like it's honestly like if you thought about it, what the I don't think they realized. Like if you were to break into the White House, right? Yeah, you'd ex- probably expect some repercussions. Like if you can see one of the legislators, you're probably in trouble. You're in the wrong place, <laughs> right? But did it's, you? <laughs> it's like you're like oh, it's like walking into your parents' fucking. I shouldn't be here. I should not be here. My fault. This is, my I bad. can't turn back. You see me. I see you. The damage is done. I, I am no longer. I can't see any anyone. <laughs> I see you. See me. I see you. I I, I went black pa- in my eyes. Like I would black out. <laughs> it, you know when people experience trauma, where it just like erases a section of your brain. That mm-hmm. would be me. Yeah, I'm. 
I feel like this is just I, I I don't know I don't know I like how he's like we're gonna we're gonna march to the Capitol I'm marching with you and then he gets in his car and he goes <laughs> home every but then he goes to like some some watch the riot party right where they had all these tents set up listening to Laura Brannigan's Gloria which by the way the irony of the lines. If everybody wants you, why isn't anybody calling? Was not lost on me. That's fantastic. Thank you. Anytime. What I do, I when you asked me what I did this week, I did nothing except for I had the most horrifying dream the other day, mm. which involved one of our friends, Chuck Ragsdale. Oh, God, let's tag him in this. <clears throat> so I don't normally remember my dreams. Mm-hmm. But when I do, this one woke me up and I was so unsettled by it. And it wasn't because I'm so excited. I was with him and I came to him. I said, Chuck, I need to fix my I need to fix my comforter. Can you help me sew this? This is a gay person's dream. Obviously. This is the gayest dream I have ever heard. And <clears throat> ironically, not entirely a dream. I no, feel like this correct. could really happen. So well, I know that it's not really me because I remember the fabric vividly and it looked like it was the house <laughs> in, at, that Destiny's Child had on Cribs when they all lived together. When Tina Knowles did all that. Like, the, like was the, it like a blue satin? Yes. Like every time you walked in, it was like jewel tones everywhere. You're like, uh, this is too much. Anyway, so. That was the only way that you could figure out this was a dream was the texture and the color of the material. I think so. Oh, keep So it. I'm like, you know, Chuck, can you, can you help me? He's like, oh, it's really easy. So we're, we're fixing it or whatever. And then um, <laughs> someone comes up and asks him like a drag queen question. He's like, what? He's like, why are you were at like Joanne Fabrics fixing this thing that I already own? I don't even understand it. Now it's a nightmare because you're at <clears throat> Joanne Fabrics. Right. Okay. So we're done fixing the fabric. You're still at Joanne. We're still at Joanne, but now we're going to his house. And um, he hadn't heard from his friend or whatever that had stayed at his house. That he ran into at Joanne Fabrics. Right. And his friend... Um, was addicted to meth. Oh. And was having t- and was having a sex party <laughs> in his house. So I walk up the stairs and he's like, Yeah, I don't you know, I don't know. He's like, I'll just, you know, I'll just see you later and whatever. I'm like, okay, are you sure you're okay? And I I could this is how vivid it is. I'm like, are you sure? Should I I feel like something bad's about to happen? No, no, no. He's like, I'll talk to you later. He closes the door and I stand there. And it's just it seemed like ten solid minutes of Chuck screaming at the top of his lungs. I can still hear it in my head. What was he screaming? Was he screaming at them? You know how like in a dream you're like, oh, I don't know what's happening on the other side. And then you can actually see what's happening on the other side. Okay. So what happened in Chuck's house was there was a massive meth uh, sex party. So shit was literally everywhere. Like lube on like the stereo, like everything was just covered. You know, his house is so like meticulous and beautiful. In particular. So it's just 10 minutes of like, Oh my God. <laughs> That's what it was. I mean, in my dream. And I woke up and I was so unsettled that I felt like I needed to call him. And like, and then when I saw he like there was I think he posted something on his Facebook. And I felt like I felt like I should check in with him to make sure that everything was okay, even though this was a dream. Because honest to God, Aaron, this was three days ago. And the vo- the terror in his voice is still resonating in my brain. It's it is like I, like I'm afraid to call him now or like or check in or literally say anything to him because I I want because I somehow Wait. felt responsible because we were talking to this person at Joanne Fabrics. And there was a sex party that happened at his house. He didn't even get to enjoy it. It was I think just. You- 
I think he should have started screaming when he was in Joanne Fabrics. It was this, like, Aaron, I'm telling you, the 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 screaming wasn't like he was being attacked. It was more of like... Appalled. I can't even... You know what the screaming is? It's Catherine O'Hara in the pilot episode of Schitt's Creek when they're raiding the house and she doesn't know how to deal with what's happening. So yeah. She's just standing in the middle of everything with wigs in her hands being like... I go, <laughs> but the his like this scream, I'm telling you, was like this like like gurgling, visceral, like like couldn't like was so like you could tell that because he's such like a put together put together fairy. fellow that it yeah. was just like everything just was like uh, like Mount Vesuvia just like exploding <laughs> and like his screams were like wasn't just like a burst it was like a it, like it, it was like a lifetime of oppression <laughs> yes, it was just like <laughs> echoing through like this weird house that we were in it wasn't his present day house it was like some like too close for comfort tv sitcom <laughs> house well this week's theme is something none of us were in the past week, sober. Sober is the theme. Sobriety. Yes. Um. Wow. <laughs> like, we need an invitation. But the second I turned on the news, I was like, honey, go get me a bottle kettle one. I'm in. <laughs> oh, my God. That, was, that sound scared me. <laughs> he did a hand motion with the. It was really realistic. Like, did I bring in, like, a diet slice to the typing <laughs> Pass me a mellow yellow. It's going to be a long night. <laughs> Sober. Sobriety. None of us are practicing this. I assume anybody who attempted it this January, that got blown out of the water within the first two weeks. So let's hear what the ladies have to say on the topic of sobriety. Want to kick us off? Well, I it's sobriety slash concern for oh, me. Okay. So this oh. is from the Ottawa Citizen, Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, November 23rd, 1974. Oh. Dear Abby, I can't read this. <laughs> oh, God. You old woman with your readers. Are those Warby Parkers? No. Oh, they're very cute. Okay, brush your, brush your Amy Irving tendrils out of the way. There you go. Dear Abby, for the last five years, I've been very much in love with a widowed grandmother, age 61. I am 60 and in the process of getting a divorce in order to marry my lady friend. Now the problem. Well, the first problem is calling her your lady, lady friend. Lady friend. When my lady and... <laughs> Ew. <laughs> She's in her 80s. She's waiting at Cracker Barrel. Don't call her your lady friend. When my lady and I dine, she orders a martini before dinner. I have one also, but she always has a second and then a third. She enjoys wine with her dinner. I order a bottle and she drinks most of it. After dinner, she likes not one after dinner drink, but two. <laughs> When we are at her place, the bottle is always out, and she relaxes with a few drinks. When we're at my place, she always helps herself to the liquor. She never gets drunk or out of line, but she seems to be drinking a great deal of the time. <sighs> the shocker came when I accidentally discovered a nearly empty vodka bottle on the shelf of her bedroom closet. It was hidden behind a hat box. I asked her what it was doing there, and she said her doctor said she should have a little drink before going to bed every night. Oh! Abby, do you think... Do you think she's an alcoholic? I care for her and want to know if she has a drinking problem before I marry her. How can I find out for sure? She insists is she insists she can take it or leave it alone. She Signed. has an IV bag of gin. <laughs> Signed worried. Wow. Dear worried. 
You have good reason to worry. Tell her of your concerns and suggest that if she can take it or leave it alone, you'd like her to leave it alone for a while. Her reaction to your suggestion should tell you all that you need to know. No, 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 no. My doc. No, no, no. My doctor told me he prescribed it. Um, What's in your glove compartment? Pop off. That's a bottle of Jack. My doctor said that if I'm stressed (laughs) when I'm at when I'm making a three point turn, I should just take a swig of this. Okay. Well, what about at nine in the morning when you rolled over and pulled it out from underneath your mattress and above your box spring? Well, I had this dream of my friend Chuck and he was having a sex party. And I can't get the visuals out of my head. And if I drink enough, maybe I'll drown them out. (laughs) I. Wow. Have you ever been like on a date with anybody where you're like, huh? Yep. You're getting. Oh, oh yeah. Well, first of all, I like that he's like, she has a martini before dinner. I'm like, nothing wrong with that. And another one with dinner. Okay. (laughs) And three more after. But he said she never gets drunk. So maybe she has that weird, like. Drinking problem. (laughs) Yeah. This weird thing. It's called um, drinking problem. And alcohol. What the hell? How? So if. I mean, but. But how could you not get drunk? Look, I am a one martini gal. And uh, one, one guy that used to be my manager I went out with them one night, and he downed three huge Grey Goose martinis in like a half hour. And I would be legless if I tried that. <laughs> I would be, you would never, I would see my shoes come out my mouth. I was like almost impressed. It's like, punch me, punch me in the face, punch me, I don't feel like, it. Okay. Okay. Um, I also did, very proud once upon a time, dated somebody who had a drinking problem. Clearly, like I knew it. I saw it in like the first two months. And then I thought, this is bad. I'll give it another five. (laughs) Give it another five months before I break up with him. (laughs) So much for self-esteem, right? If he doesn't hit me, me, there's not a problem. But if he doesn't, even then. Well, if he doesn't hit me in my face, there's not a problem. I'll give it another three months. If he just hits me in the chin, it's fine. Yeah, but... But I, the, it, he was such a weird drunk in that he drank very girly drinks early in the morning. It was the strangest thing to wake up and see somebody like drinking a margarita. It was weird. I don't know. This guy isn't right for me. Two margaritas at 9 a.m. on a Tuesday. And he's got to go to work in three hours. What movie do you want to see? <laughs> I'm taking you home to meet my parents. What an upstanding gentleman. Oh, my God. You pissed in the bed again? I think you should meet my brother. I'm going to go write me some rubber sheets. and Yeah. Here's a ring. Here's a promise ring. Oh, wow. That I don't even know how to top something like that. That is a real good one. I didn't either. Oh, actually, I think I might because okay. this is a good one. Just on the title alone. All right. This comes from the Daily Sentinel, Grand Junction, Colorado, July 12th, 1971. Soba people can recognize phony fruit. All of these things actually could probably apply to you. <laughs> this is turning into a great You're a episode. Phony fruit. So I know. <laughs> oh my! My ass hurts. Oh, that's what she said. All right, dear Adlanders, my husband and I went to dinner at my sister's house. There were ten of us there, mostly family. The conversation was made a bit livelier by the martinis before dinner and the wine with the meal. After dinner, we all moved to the living room and started to swap stories. My husband reached over and helped himself to a pear, which was in a bowl of fruit on the coffee table. Before I could get to him, he took a bite. His partial plate came out right there and then. The pear 
was wax. <laughs> my husband blew his top. He insisted that my sister put the artificial fruit out as a gag, knowing someone would try to eat it. I say she did no such thing. I also say if he hadn't been loaded, he would have known the fruit was wax before he bit into it. Please settle this family fight. We need a referee. Signed, it happened in Billings. (laughs) Of course, it's Billings. Dear Hap, I suspect your hunch about the martinis is correct. Artificial fruit might fool the eye, but a reasonably sober person would have been able to tell when he picked up the pair that it wasn't the real thing. Your husband has a hornet in his helmet, lady. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know what the hornet in the helmet thing is, but <laughs> what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten when you're drunk? I'm going back to you saying that you dropped a dollar slice on your front steps and you still ate it. In Hell's Kitchen. In correct. Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> it means there are specifics here. That need to be yeah, Let's included. be real, real concise. <laughs> and it's a dog-friendly building, so there wow. you go. Wow. What's oh. the weirdest thing I've eaten? When you're, when you're, have you, <clears throat> were there any mistakes? I say this because I once tried to eat a magnet that looked like a cookie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the sad part was I was stone sober. <laughs> Sorry. I, <laughs> um, uh, what I no, I don't think I don't think I've <clears throat> eaten anything weird. Have you ever been out drinking and stayed out until like the sun came up? Yes. I've never done that. Yes. Do, do, do you feel like crap? Yes, I yeah. feel like Courtney Love. <laughs> I'm like, is this how she feels every Saturday? <laughs> every day. <laughs> Like my mascara is down to my ass, and it's like I need to I need to go home pre- and pretend that the sun is not up right now. Oh, that's the worst feeling. Is you're like I'm still buzzed, I'm, and I'm forcing myself to go to bed. Yeah, but I can hear that the city's now awake. Oh, oh, that's awful. That's an <laughs> awful feeling. I've never seen the sun come up. Uh, I've never done it's one not, of the. It's like sometimes, like I I wish I could say like that was awesome, but it's kind of like. I mean, it'd be great if I were sober, but it's usually like, oh, man. It's like what I imagine vampires to feel like. Like, oh, fuck. We got to go. (laughs) We got to get out. All I can think of is that episode of Sex and the City where she does like the walk of shame at six in the morning. And she's right by the 59th Street Bridge. And I'm like, oh, where did this person live? (laughs) By Dangerfields. I have, you know, I have done that when I've had like the walk of shame and you're just like, Fuck. I just feel gooey. I feel gooey. You just, you, everyone, you just know that everyone knows that you. And they can smell you. They can smell you. You look like you stayed the night at someone else's house. Your hair looks like shit. Oh. Like you've just hooked up with someone you probably shouldn't have. You have no idea where. I remember like one time I got out of, <laughs> I got out of someone's apartment and I'm like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> oh my like, I'm like, I have no fucking idea where. How did I get here? Why have you ever we had have that to, when I'm oh, like yeah. walking? You're like, I want to say this looks familiar. You're like, I don't think I time traveled, but I think I time traveled. I think that I'm from 1956 and I lived at Lyons Estate, and I'm just trying to get back there. The worst was, I mean, I love 
I love this episode because it's about being sober and we're sharing drinking stories. <laughs> but I, I, like, I can count on one hand how many times I've drank to a point where I'm like, wow, there's pieces missing of well, this night, but from this puzzle. I wish, I wish I could say that. From this, this little kid large piece puzzle. Sure. I did wake up one day with a, a, a hot dog bun in my hand Uh-oh. and an empty Huggies container on the uh- nightstand. Don't know what that story was. And you went to the bathroom with your shit out of hot dog. It's like I'm stuck in somebody's shitty improv show. (laughs) You've got um, Huggies next to you and a hot dog bun in your right hand. (laughs) Go! Fill in the story. But wow. When the pieces are missing, that's when you're like, oh, oh, the other time was New Orleans. (laughs) Because Uh tour, you're like, this is a good time. I don't like New Orleans. Okay. I have you Never been there? Been. Oh, no. that's right. You haven't. I'm not a fan. It's not my thing. It's really gooey, but also this like, it's it's got it's a Vegas vibe and like it has that weird party culture and but like a a like Zatarans. It's the kind of party culture I'm like. I fucking hate Zydeco. I don't want to <laughs> hear this music and drink a like hurricane. <laughs> That's like 90% sugar, which is always when the story goes wrong. Yep. Is if you give me a sugary drink, it's not good. Right. And of course, I'm on tour. We all go out together. We're just a bunch of gay guys and gals on the town at, at um, whatever that main street is in New Orleans. And um, no, that was Nashville. Uh, I forget where it is. But Bourbon it's- street? Bourbon Street. It's called Bourbon Street. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So we're walking down Bourbon Street and we're getting like, uh, a hurricane that's six feet tall and then I, I wrap it around my neck and then I can just suck it like a like a horse feeder trough thing. And we I drank my weight in like the shittiest, sugariest, pina colada-iest drinks ever and end up at a gay bar where there's a drag show going on. And I... Talk about pieces missing from this night. I was wrecked. And somebody was like, she does, Liza. And next thing I know, I'm on the stage, on stage at this drag bar. And they're saying, do Liza, do Liza. And it was a contest. And I didn't know any of this. So you turned around and made out with a girl that looked like Liza. (laughs) I was like, if I got to, I got to. I got to fuck this girl. I started doing Liza's voice, but I was actually saying what was going on in my head. Which ironically fit the circumstance sure. where I just went, I don't know where the fuck I am. And everybody was like, Yay! And then suddenly I won. I won. I don't know what happened. People were literally bringing me up and down from a stage. I won the drag contest. I get ushered into a whole different room. Galen was like my bouncer. She said that she stood outside the door just in case anything happened and she could like rough him up. Yeah. I won a hundred bucks. And I went back to my hotel room and I fell into a deep slumber from which I awoke at 4 p.m. No worse feeling in the world, but to wake up and go, <gasps> something happened last night. Completely forgotten. I was like, I lost money. I think I, I think I lost money. And I went to my wallet and I had more money. And I was like, I made money. I made money. How did I make money? You check your pants. Are they still there? <laughs> Are they, am I pure? Am I, okay. Okay, good. <laughs> Is my chastity belt still locked? Ding, ding. Oh, Big gaps. I do. I really, you're taking me down like this really dark place. 
of like remembering like those walks home where you're just like, especially like in Chicago, because as much as I am familiar with Chicago, I didn't know like I didn't know like the ins and outs of like downtown. Yeah. So like <clears throat> one of the first times I had sex with a guy, full on sex with a guy, I was at his house and did I ever tell you the story? No. So or allegedly I'm supposed to go out with a friend and try to hook me up with one of her friends and I met him. I'm like, no, but thank you. And then it's like one of those things like can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, what's wrong? <laughs> Do you, how are are you mad? Are you mad at me? Why? What are you talking about? I'm just wondering because your friend looks like he just got out of jail and then put through a meat grinder. I'm just wondering, do I look like that? Do, are you mad? Are you mad? Do you not like me anymore? Are we no longer friends? Did I say something to you that made you think that I was worthy what? of Paul Giamatti? Yeah. I'm just wondering. I'm No offense, but I... Anyway, so I go through with the charade and whatever, and we go to another bar and this other guy's there and he's like, hey, what are you guys doing? And we're like, oh, we're just you know hanging out, whatever. He's like, do you guys want a shot? I'm like, Ugh, no. He's like, do you guys want Jaeger? I'm like, no. No, Ew, I don't. Jaeger. So we're all doing shots, and then all of a sudden we're dancing. And I don't know if you've ever seen me dance, but I don't do it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, anything to get away from Telly Savalas here. Well, I mean, so I am like dancing with like this like cute kid. He's like this Princeton grad or whatever. And um, anyway, so then we go back to Tel- uh, Telly Savalas's house and. Um, the guy that we've we've we're now going back to his house to drink, <clears throat> but we picked up this kid who bought us shots, uh-huh. and I'm like we're walking down. I'm in like Wrigleyville in Chicago, which is a place I don't actually like, and yeah. I'm just like Ugh. it's like three gay guys walking down this alley, and I'm like I'm just this is just not going to end well. I'm probably going to die here. Anyway, but again, because I felt keep so insecure. Following the story. <clears throat> but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to some random guy's house who may be like, you know, one of those Chechenian guys that's gonna kill me and then put mm-hmm. me in the blender. Yeah. So <laughs> and keep your liver. Right. So we're there, and the the kid that we picked up is like rolling a joint, and this other guy who's a lawyer is like, you know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm gonna go, because I'm like, I've had enough with Telly Savalas. I've had enough with this little kid. I think I'm gonna go. Uh huh. So he's like, no, no, you should say. I'm like, no. Once again, it's like four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I think it, I think I need to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I go. The kid from Princeton follows me out. He's like, what are you doing now? And I'm like, what is it with every one of these questions at four <laughs> o'clock in the morning? Like, what, I'm <laughs> fucking going home. So they he's don't like, want he's the like, story to end. He's like, do you want to come back to my place? I'm like, okay. And so we go to this we go to this place, and I'm like, um, wow, you live here? He's like, yeah. It's like this enormous brownstone. I'm like, you live here. He's like, yeah, I do. I'm like, Alone. holy shit. I'm like, okay, so we, um, he's like, do you want to go check out my pool? I'm like, we're in <gasps> downtown Chicago. I'm like, I'm sorry, what did you say? And now I'm like, I have to stay here now. Wow. <clears throat> it's at the pool's in a separate house. And I'm like, what? what? So we go to the pool and it's like a Olympic sized pool. I, Aaron, it was like, where I, I am so fucked up right now. And I'm like, I, am I seeing what I'm seeing or is this a mirage? This is so we're there. Things happen. Anyway, so we go inside again. Uh-huh. And he's like, do you want some water? I'm like, sure, I'll have some water. And then, oh no. Oh God, I'm horrified. And then his parents come down stairs and I I'm it. standing there and I'm like, I'm gonna. I, I am about to cry right now because I was like, I was oh my god! So, oh my god! So, <laughs> Are you really? Oh my god! Because god. I was so 
mortified. I am so, I was like, this cannot, I'm like, no, 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 please. I can't possibly, I'm like, I'm standing there. We just had sex in this pool and now I'm in here getting some water. It's the, five o'clock in the morning. And history's like, hey, what are you guys doing? And I'm like, hi, I'm Patrick. I'm like, I no. cannot. I can't. Like, what? I'm like, anywhere but here. Please, God, make me a bird. And make me a bird. Far, 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 far away. <laughs> Dear Lord, I'm make sick. me a bird so I can fly far. Eventually, I leave, and I, or they leave, and I'm like, <clears throat> when you said this was your house, you meant that you live here? And he's like, with my parents. I'm like, okay. how old are you <laughs> and he's like 15 is that a problem I'm like I'm gonna go I'm gonna go and that's when I walked out and I was like I don't know where the fuck <laughs> I am were, once again were you naked no I had my stuff but I was just like one of those things where I have been in a situation where it was like 10, 10 below outside and I left a club with some guy and I realized like halfway wherever we were going I'm like god I'm fucking cold and I'm like, fuck. I left my I coat. <laughs> I left my coat at that club, and I don't... Have pants. And I just bought it also. I'm like, oh. Anyway. Wait, so, okay, what time of day did they ha- happen to come downstairs? Like, was this... Should they have been wandering around this house at this point? At 4.30 in the morning? They came down at 4.30 in the morning. Correct. If I'm doing the math right, you had sexy, sexy time between 4 and 4.30. Yeah, probably. Like between three and four, depending on what time I actually oh, left wow. the other guy's house. And they walk downstairs at 4.30 in the morning. We're and also the illusion sopping wet <gasps> because we're in the pool, in the pool house. Uh, oh, Mike, are you okay, first of all, because your face? <laughs> I think you just cried through your Botox, and I'm concerned. I just... It's like one of the. It's so fresh in your mind. All these like a nightmare with Chuck Ragsdale. Don't. I'm sorry. (laughs) Just. I I don't think I can ever talk to Chuck again. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry you went through that. I'm so sorry, but it's really funny. You didn't. You were really bored. You didn't laugh in your head going home from that experience. Which one? Didn't you? The the four thirty in the morning meet the parents. You know, it was <laughs> one of those things where I've been in so many weird situations where I'm like, when you, like you talk to yourself, fucking Patrick, what is wrong with you? Like as you're just full voiced walking like, down the street, just like what were you? Thinking? <laughs> I remember calling my friend. I'm like, hi, how was your night? I'm like great. Uh. I just had sex with someone and then um, met his parents shortly after. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you know what? When you say it like that, I get the mortification. What were they doing downstairs at 4.30 in the morning? It's their fault. It was just like, it just kept. It kept unwrapping itself. Yeah. And then they would it's show like, up at the bar and I worked at it. I'm like, nope. Oh, Hi, what are you doing here? And just like shit faced. I'm like, oh God. My mom, Janine Shaheen, asked for you. <laughs> Do you want to know what you're doing? Do you I want just, to come over for dinner? I'm do like, you want it? Yeah. Like, uh, come by for a dip. It's my house. He, you're like, you left the important part out, son. <clears throat> it was just. Wow. We did it for a bit. I did. <laughs> <laughs> we actually did. And so did I. I dated him too. And he was an alcoholic. The things I do to make myself feel better about myself. <laughs> Pass the vodka. 
Wow. Anyway, this is this is so, taking a really I strange know, turn. I love this. This is we like my favorite <laughs> episode so far. It's, like, we're peeling back the onion these on are our stories feelings. I have not shared with. Like no, this anybody. I know. We have not repeated any of these stories. <laughs> James. <laughs> <laughs> we still have two more articles. Holy shit. Go ahead. Let's do another article. Oh, okay. Oh, but these <clears> are good <throat> stories. Such good stories. Dear Abby. Oh, this is from the Pittsburgh Press, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, January 8th, 1974. Twas a Tuesday. Twas. Dear Abby, my German born wife is a wonderful girl, cheerful, affectionate, honest, immaculate, and a great cook. But she has one fault she loves beer. And how. In five years, she had gone from 130 pounds to 210. (gasps) The other day, the the delivery boy volunteered three cases this week. You and your wife are our best customers. I never touch the stuff. Her doctor told her she was drinking too much. She told him, beer is healthy. (laughs) I even hinted that she should consider Alcoholics Anonymous. And she said, I'm not an alcoholic. I drink only beer. I love my wife, but I can see the handwriting on the wall. Or better yet, on the belly. The back and the bottom. I've heard there's something one can slip into coffee to create an aversion to alcohol. What is it? Also, please include some advice on how I can get her to drink the coffee. Signed, drinks please. (sighs) Don't look for a miracle (laughs) potion. Didn't even, even, no address. No dear anything. Don't look for a miracle potion to slip into her coffee. I've never heard of any. Face the problem head on and tell her if she's not an alcoholic, she's drinking like one. It's no joke. Your Froyline needs to go. Your Froyline needs to go on the wagon. Froyline. <laughs> your Froyline. Well, it's not Froyline. It's Froyline. Oh, oh. It's not bacon. It's sizzling. It's Janine Froyline. <laughs> the idea of a woman bringing home a couple twenty-four packs and popping open some Rolling Rock and putting your hand down your pants and relaxing with some beers. I just don't like beer. I agree. I do, I don't like the feeling I get from. No. I, you had to drink so much. I just just ugh. the burping and the farting, and then yeah. it's just like food combination after drinking beer. It's just like, what are you going to put in that gullet right now? Because whatever know, like comes a filet out, mignon? yeah, it's like a salad shooter on the other. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like adding like fireworks into yeah. your belly. It's a Snoopy snow cone oh, machine. God. I can't I, I am not a beer drinker that is not my go-to. I can't 130 imagine. pounds to 210 pounds. That is gross. <laughs> you know how I feel. You caught me eating fitness bread today, and trust me, I'm gonna spend five hours beating myself up over that. Ladies and gentlemen, fitness bread, if you want to know what it looks like, <laughs> is if you imagined what bread was. Um, and then cut it in half, uh-huh. and then cut it again, and then took another layer off, and then you held it up, and it barely has the strength to hold itself up. And then it's somewhat toasted. It's almost like yeah. Melba toast, but you seem to enjoy it. It yields. It yields. Fitness bread, it, it, it's, it makes you eat it slow because there is some sort of glutinous or non whatever the fabric is that's in the, <laughs> whatever the Joanne's fabric is that's in fitness bread, when you add human saliva to it, create some sort of a mud-like texture. So it's like an adobe. It's yes, <laughs> and it's, yes. It cre- there's a clay consistency that basically um, glues your jaw shut. One one little slice of fitness bread keeps you from ingesting any other solid sure. for the rest of the day. Sure. I'm surprised I can separate my jaw to speak yeah. right now. Yeah. It, it yes. 
it melds it together. Proud fitness bread. Could you imagine if you saw me, if you walked in and I'm like, hey, yeah, come on, Patty. Come over here. I got a nut brown ale for you to try. I can't imagine you looking like Lara Flynn Boyle. Like one day just coming to me like, ooh, Aaron. <laughs> what happened? That's not good. Someone let the air out of your face. <laughs> I, I, but there's also something, and I don't, you know what? Look, I am not a sexist person. Clearly, I am a female. But there's something about like a woman chugging a 12-pack that I can't right. reconcile in, in a 1960s part of my brain. But I did have a, I have a female friend who can really put him down, and it surprised me. She's a dancer, and she's like, she's not like super-duper thin, but she's in shape. She's fit, but yeah. she's a tall gal. And I don't know if she has a hollow leg or what, but I watched her drink three pints one day, and I thought, Jesus Christ, how is this? What's happening? Where's, Where's it, going? it going? That's what the hollow leg's for. <laughs> I save it, and then I drain it. But I was just so, I was like so taken aback that I was like impressed. I'm like, wow, she could do like a keg stand. She she had the ability to like almost open up the back of her jaw and be like, oh, and, and just let it go. I can't, I can't. What is your go-to drink of choice when you're drinking? I guess now it's wine. It used to be yeah, vodka. Same. It used to be vodka tonics. Can't do that. And now I don't do that. Now I do vodka soda. If I do that. But I haven't gone out to a bar in like a year, so yeah. now I don't drink vodka sodas. Yeah, and you feel weird doing that at home, like just having a vodka soda. It also doesn't taste right for me. Yeah, it's it's I need something that I can slowly sip. Yeah. And for me that is wine. Yeah. Always. But yeah. Jesus, a beer, a beer. If I were drinking beer, like I the, I got into like drinking beer when I, like my dog was dying, I had surgery. I was like, no, nah, it doesn't matter. I'm just, <laughs> it's I'm over. Just round. Wow. Um, and then I was like, oh, I'm also allergic to it. Like I could not stop sneezing. So I'm like, when people are like, oh, you're just a fag. You don't like beer. I'm like, no, I'm allergic to it. Unless like, you want to wear my snot, I'd suggest maybe not giving it to me. Like this Coors Light is making my throat close. What is the argument here? Yeah. Yeah, my nose is red and it's draining and I'm sucking the snot out into my mouth because I can't wipe it. I don't know if it's because I'm 500 <laughs> years old right now, but like even talking about that, I, I'm getting a lot of acid reflux lately. You know how, what cures that? Not uh, drinking. drinking coffee. What? No, that's not happening. Two weeks sober. Go to hell. Mm. From coffee. coffee. Coffee and soda. I'll just have Pepsid. That's fine. I, I accept the drugs that come along with my sure. issues. I, but I can't imagine drinking beer because every any time I've ever had it, I do the talk through the burp thing. Yeah. I'm like, hey, you know what about the... I, no. I just, like, you, there's a constant bubble happening. And your breath. Like the breath. The, the beer breath is just beer fucking is, gross. Oh, oh, and stale beer. It smells like like that... It's a sense memory now with uh, yeah. clubs. If you ever go yeah. into a comedy club before there's other bodies in it to absorb the smell, the smell of a stale beer at like two in the afternoon. Yes, haunting. Uh, the uh, Laugh Factory when I worked there. Oh, yeah. It's like it's in the rug. Yes. You know? It's fucking rotten. You need to bring in a priest <laughs> to cleanse it. There's nothing that it can do. Or every now and then if like you walk over the subway grates and it wafts it up, there's a beer, so there's like a stale beer smell. I love smell. that during the summer where you're like, oh, couldn't oh. get any worse than this. And then like someone's cigarette goes into your mouth from the subway oh, grate. Oh, like, God. Why do I ask these you're questions? You're like, at least I didn't smell the urine for 30 seconds. <laughs> 
because I was choking on the cigarette butt in my throat. You know what? Enough of the walking and smoking, people. Enough of the walking and smoking. I don't want to inhale it while I'm standing behind you. That's all. That was my PSA. I I feel better. I just wanted to get that off my chest. I have one more article. Okay. Oh, we've made it. We're slowly limping. It comes from the Escanaba Daily Press, Escanaba, Michigan, April 27th, 1961. Sober as a judge? (laughs) Question mark. (laughs) I always speak with the punctuation. Always. Thank you. Dear Ann Landers, what do you think about a husband who entertains the crowd at a party at someone else's house by putting lampshades on his head, doing a juggling act with the light bulbs, kissing every woman goodnight, putting his hat on backward, leaving the house with a glass of scotch in his hand, and who finally tries to jam the house key into the ignition and wonders why it doesn't work? Then, after narrowly missing missing a fire hydrant, he drives the car on the sidewalk and says, This is safer. No cars here. When I told him he'd better let me drive, he became indignant and said, No woman is going to drive me. I'm sober as a judge. Comment, please. Signed, the wife. Dear wife. Judge who? Judge Reinhold. (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) A man behind the wheel in the condition you describe as a potential murderer. You should have refused flatly to ride with him and insisted that a male, male member of the party, it's like the first time I've read this, that a male member of the party take his car keys and drive the two of you home. Ann. So another drunk guy is going to be a better option? If someone came to my house and took my lampshade off (laughs) my lamp, I'd be like, if you don't put that back right fucking now, I'm gonna shove the fucking whole lamp up your ass and turn it I on. I think it's I think it's a turn of phrase. And I say this because whenever my whenever we go to a party as a family and my mother starts bebopping around and saying hi to the good people and pew pew pew, mm-hmm. my father always says she has a lampshade on her head. So it's just a turn of phrase. It must, it's not an actual But I think it actually shade. came from some, It came from some asshole who put a lampshade on his head. Can you picture if somebody did that at your house? No. And then then juggled light bulbs? (laughs) Especially because most of them in the house are huge. Those are expensive light bulbs. Right. Like, what? You better. Are you like, and just like they're so hammered that they've just like burnt both of their hands because their light bulbs were on. Drunk at a party. Have you been with somebody who's been like hammered at a party and you're embarrassed by them? Yes. I've, you know, I've actually had to throw someone out of the bar that I worked at. Because he fell down the stairs, <gasps> and he was called up, and he was so upset. He's like, can't believe it was thrown out. And I was like, you know, obviously I'm sober. I'm like, so, okay. I was the manager, and I was like, so what happened? He's like, your friend was fucked up. I'm like, <clears throat> what happened? Well, he fell down the stairs, and he was screaming that he knew everybody, and he knew the owners, and he wanted to come, you know, talk to you or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay. That and, is so embarrassing. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that I've been somebody who's... That also was replicated at my wedding. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, people got hammered at our wedding. Some pe- Did people get wrecked at your wedding? Yeah. Someone was like, can someone please take the sad guy home? Oh, no. Who's asleep in the chair. When they the get so drunk that they sleep, they get sad. That's a weepy drunk is the worst. There was one uh, when I was at a party for a show. Uh, it was like a big end of the show party. And there was a guy who, who, like, clearly had issues throughout. Like, you're like, you've got a problem. He's also a big guy. He had to put down a lot of liquor for it to metabolize the way that it, and he was just wrecked. And he was the the loose head guy, the one with the, uh-huh. you know, you can't keep your head up on top of your spine. He was that kind of drunk. And we were at Hurley's was, like, the closing party. And anybody who's never been, 
Hurley's has very steep and narrow stairways to get from one level to the next. Like the slanty shanty. This place is terrifying. It, it's tough to there. walk up those stairs stone sober. Correct. And and the, the pitch of the stairs is like 70 degrees. And they had those tall boy stools. And he was sitting at the end of like one of the bars on like I think the third level of this thing. There's like four or five levels yeah. of Hurley's. And he's sitting at the end of the bar and he's on one of those tall stools which is dangerously close to the stairs. Oh, he was teetering. Like, you know those things that you punch and then they come back yeah. up again? Love that. that was him. He was giving you a little, like, bob from side to side, and all of us are trying to... When people get that hammered, the rest of the room has to navigate how to deal with the hammered person. So we're all like, okay, here's the thing. He's got to be two bucks if he's, you know... We're weighing this guy. I can't do anything. So if I get within drop shot of him, I'm crushed. Right. He's he's crushing my spine. So we're all like, do we get in the way? Do we try to get him up? Do we get him away from the... Because it was almost like a Three Stooges thing. It was like the, the stool was right close to the stairs. And I was like, there's part of me that wants to save him. But then there's the slapstick lover in me that wants to see how this story this ends. It's like It's a Wonderful Life when they're dancing when the pool opens. Yes. And you're like, do... Oh! Oh! Oh, we must be doing great. But I don't think it would end in somebody in traction, which is what would have happened with that. I don't remember who ended. I don't remember how the story ended because I was like, I'm out. Just tell me how it, how, how it goes and take a video of it posted on TikTok. So you have no ending to the story. I really don't. I just wanted to share. Thank you. That when somebody is hammered at a party, everybody around them has to now come together and, and is work. Now, they've now sobered up. Because yeah. when someone is... <gasps> That's the worst. <clears throat> You're like, my buzz is gone because now we all have to like hold hands yeah. and fahu foray to make sure that this yeah. person doesn't... I've just spent $200 to get shit-faced and now I'm men in black. Sober up real up. friggin' fast. Yeah. Real fast. When, when she said that he couldn't get his keys in the ignition, my friend lived in this apartment building and he said... <laughs> Like, we were talking about what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen somebody do while they were drunk. They were like, my neighbor tried to open his door with a peppermint patty. How do you do that? I thought I told you this story before, that he was, he came home and his neighbor was trying to get into his apartment and he just sees him doing this to the key. Like he's trying to shove the key in the keyhole and he's having a hard time with it and he's got the loose limbs and he goes over and he's like, how you doing, buddy? He's like, the key doesn't work. And he looked down and he was holding Peppermint patty. Did he have his keys? I, I don't know where they were. Maybe he traded them for the patty. Oh, I probably would have. Oh, they're so refreshing. They are. All right. So should we call my mother and hear her drunk so- yeah. sober story and yeah. just see what happens? See where this goes? All right. Let's do it. Wow. It's been a minute since we've talked to her. I think I we know. haven't talked to her since. She better fucking pick up the phone. You know what? 2021. Anything is possible. That's right. All right. It's time. It's time to call my mother and find out if she has any stories of getting wrecked. Putting a lampshade on her head and dancing around and saying, Ooh, does anybody have a strawberry kiwi bottle, then, James? Ugh, sugar. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! I think we're done saying Happy New Year to people now, right? We're We're... We're past that point, but we'll say it. We haven't talked to... I'm going to shame her anyway, because you know what? She should be ashamed, because the topic today is sobriety, and I think that you have a drunk story to tell us. Do you, (laughs) ma'am? Well, you know how it is when you're in high school. Everybody has a story like that. Not even. I was pure as the driven snow. Oh, yeah. 
uh, uh, well, you know how you get into the parents' liquor cabinet and all of a sudden you're, you're sick. <laughs> you know, my first my first in, encounter with like a gin and tonic, I was like sick for the rest of the day and that was it. I To this day, I don't like gin. Oh. But, uh, What's your you drink know. of choice? My drink of choice is an old-fashioned. I love those. Oh, she does. But And Riesling. Yeah. She They're likes so a sugary good. drink. Yeah, I like sweet. So, yeah, but, uh, well, well, this goes back to the 1960s. We had a party at our house, and it was my brother's wedding rehearsal, and uh, I got home from work, and I was really pumped up for a party. My <laughs> brothers kept making all the drinks, and they kept saying, hey, does this taste like a slow gin fizz, or does this taste like a highball? You know, he, everything I that went out of the kitchen, I tasted. Well... <sighs> I got deathly ill, and I ended up going into the bathroom and throwing up all over myself and passing out up against the door, and nobody could get into the bathroom. And now we had we had probably 25 people in the house, so <laughs> they had to force the door open, and I was out cold on the floor. Uh, oh. My mother was furious that the next day she came. I was in bed, and she came in with the vacuum cleaner, of course, and she. Banging it up against the bed, and she's going, "Get up, get up, useless!" You know, she called me every wow. name in the book. I, I, I thought my name was useless for the first ten years of my life, but uh, oh, that's she, not this she episode. Was furious, <laughs> but but I mean, I was like, before that happened, I was like, my my sister in law, who was the bride, gave me the 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 gift. You know how you give a gift to your your bridesmaids, and it was like a fancy evening purse and i have a feeling i told her so what the hell am i gonna do with this you know <laughs> i think i after i after i told her her eyes were crooked i don't oh, remember shit. anything after that <laughs> she got honest she got honest wow. this is a piece of shit what are you looking at what are you looking at, you looking at? this doesn't match I think anything she looked like she had an extra eye that night and she i was that, it was after that I, I don't remember anything after that. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I know my limit. <laughs> Are you a beer drinker? Uh, I'm not really. Yeah, I uh, I'll take a sip, but that's it. Uh, I, and I'm not a wine person either. I I just I like old things. I like old port wine. <laughs> Somebody get me a Harvey Wall, but she drinks <laughs> port wine. It's, yeah, it's like Manischewitz. It's she, like uh, it's so it's sugary. Like syrup. Oh, it's oh, awful. Sounds lovely. Yeah. Like how much port do you drink? Can you like drink not a much. full wine glass of it? Like you're only supposed no, to have no, like no, a no. shot. You only thimble. have like a you know a tiny tiny little glass. And and that's just enough. Why uh, do you drink like you're in a Dickens novel? <laughs> I know. I have like a spot of mead. <laughs> I have a tiny. I have tiny little water for crystal glasses, just for port wine. Do you feel like a giant every time they're in your hand? <laughs> <laughs> they're very delicate, and I'm not. <laughs> but but it tastes good. Uh, it's very sweet, and I like that kind of stuff. When was the last Since time you problem. got? drunk you remember well, when was the last time you got wrecked like shit face like you were out with some guy you don't remember <laughs> where you were you know i don't recall that happening to me at all not uh, after, after that, that experience incident. yeah oh. i really I, I mean like you know you don't act right when you've had too much to drink let's face it i don't want to make a fool of myself i do that when i'm sober 
Look, I was trying to explain <laughs> lampshade on the head to Patty. Oh, what's your father? He's he's he thinks that you know if I have a drink, I get silly and I talk a lot, and I guess I do. But uh, there's nothing if, wrong anyway, with that. He always tells me, you know, you want to eat I don't know where he gets this, but the way you lampshade today, you know, if I have a couple of drinks, then not, you know, I just get very verbose. See, lampshade uh, on the head is a phrase, but clearly somebody did it once. I think someone time. actually did it. <laughs> well, yeah, like a like a hat, you know, yeah. wear it like a hat. <laughs> Award eight. That was my mother's favorite drink. What's that? I think it was whisk, whiskey based. Whiskey is not really used much anymore. We used to have. You know, whiskey uh, is used plenty in this house. Well, <laughs> not here. Like, you know, we have a bottle of whiskey in our cabinet that has been there for probably 50 years. <gasps> does it go bad? <laughs> or can it I would get better? Maybe throw that out. Didn't you find, like, you guys, they never throw out these weird old bottles of liquor that they just haven't touched. And there was a Bailey's Irish cream down there, a cream base. They went to go open it, it was like butter. Isn't that disgusting? I know, that's disgusting. I thought liquor got better when it got older, but I guess not. I don't know about this one. (laughs) Maybe throw out the secrets. You know, aged, the word aged. Everything is aged. Why wouldn't it get better? I I don't know. I'm going to go look up a Ward 8, though, because I'm curious what she was putting away. Yeah, that's an oldie. That's an oldie. All right, Kitty was a whiskey drinker. All right. Yep. Good to know. And the high the highball was the big thing when I was growing up. So Award My eight is rye whiskey, lemon juice, orange juice, t- grenadine. <gasps> oh, oh, it's healthy. Grenadine? Oh, try you... that. You know what? You do your cocktail every time you do a podcast. Try the ward eight. My Let's teeth are falling. <laughs> okay, next week. Ward eight, ladies and gents. Ward you heard eight. it here. We got it. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna right. go take an insulin shot now, okay? Until next time, lady. Okay. Uh, you guys have a great weekend and enjoy yourselves. And bye-bye, Patty. Bye. And bye-bye, Jim. Bye. And bye-bye, Aaron. Oh. Have a good one. Okay. Well, thank you so much for the okay, goodbye. talk soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> the dismount was long today. That, I'm going to, now I'm curious about Award 8. It sounds disgusting. Yeah. Very proud of my grandmother for drinking Alava Ward 8. That sounds disgusting. Doesn't it? Anything with grenadine is in it is just not. No. Anything with multiple juices, that's like a hurricane. Yeah, it's how I feel about Mai Tais. And my Jules drinks Mai Tais during the summer all that's the time. It's an right? instant headache. <sighs> yeah. Rums and juices don't work well with me. <laughs> I don't me. like rum, period. I'm just an old, farty old man. All right. I think it's time. It's time for Instagram mail. Instagram mail. Who are you to tell me that I don't mail? Instagram mail. When I just said that, it reminded me there used to be a show called Airline or Airport or something, and it was on like, yes, A and E or something. And there was a guy who was so hammered that they took him off his flight. And he was getting interviewed by the camera crew for airport, whatever. And he was like, yeah, I I don't know why they took me off the flight. I'm a graduate of MIT. Who are they to tell me I'm abbreviated? Oh, God. Yeah. I had to do, I, 
unbeknownst to me, it was hired to do a um, industrial, and it was for like Delta, and I'd play a belligerent <laughs> drunk. Did you channel anybody for this? Was there some? Well, I mean, I had been working in a bar for like several years. So I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm not. Just like that slow, like looking at you, and then just like wobbling. It's the focus and yeah. the yeah, the coming and the going. Yeah. The back and the forth, the, yeah. the weight shift. Oh, I know it so well. God, let's get hammered tonight, <laughs> shall we? So this week, like all weeks, you can write to us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com, or hit us up on our Instagram, slide to our DMs, at dearpodofficial, and give us your advice questions, for we will take the chance right now. Try our turn at being our own Ann Landers and Dear Abby and give you guys some words of wisdom. This week, again, on the topic of sobriety. So uh, why don't you tell the good people sure. what the question for the week is? Very simple. Sure, very simple. Dear Pod, how early is too early to start drinking? Mm-hmm. Sincerely, Nicole. That wasn't me letting one rip. That was That's me. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> Take Whatever that out. That was, I tried to fine. sit on my phone. <laughs> Okay. I've said too much. Yes. You don't tell me. Go ahead. Dear Hiccup, according to the Black Hills Daily Chronicle, many children in the Black Hills area who experience excruciating teething are often treated to homemade whiskey or moonshine remedies to ease the pain. Some take it, some take to it like candy, moth to a flame, in fact, and grow a taste for it. In a 1968 issue of Cousin on Cousin magazine, an article written by Shorty Collins about children who were used in mining after a long day sides, were sidestepping black lungs, they would usually take to two Twinkies and a flask in their lunch pail. While most kids in the upper Midwest would tend to soccer and, and Pop-Tarts, these kids would swig from a, a flask filled with Mama's Little Secret, which varies from shack to shack, but has an estimated 20% alcohol level. When interviewed for the 1969 Sister Brides magazine, Georgianne Barnwood exclaimed that her mama's homemade concoctions made it easier for, t- for her to kiss her brother, all the while taking the edge off of living in a treetop fort above the Chattahoochee River. Famous vagabond writer Roy, don't call me Carol Williams, said his first AA meeting was at 12 and figured out there and then that he ain't no pussy quitter and ain't going to back down none. No, sir. His childhood drinking led to being a father of twins at age 11 and a half. Neither one of their contributors felt that their introduction to booze was a hindrance, yet made them appreciate and welcome their, their blackout spells at a rather bouncy and intoxicated Red Rover. One begs the question, should all ch- children be pint-sized belly uppers at the Frosty Clam Saloon? Oh. Oh. Wait a minute. My dear Hiccup, did you mean time of day? Oh. That just occurred, occurred to me that 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 is by chance what you mean. <laughs> mm, really misread that one. In any case, it's safe to say before noon might be too early. Unless you're the main technician at Oily Springs Colonics in North Dakota, this mom-and-pop shop sip on Fireball to numb their senses as usually the heavy hitters book the prime morning spots. In conclusion, <laughs> whether your drinking habits begin at teething or before noon as someone is Tommy gunning the, the Colonic Clinic early is relative. Charming. I love the idea of kids going to work in the coal mines and taking one of their breaks with their lunch pail. You know that famous picture of all like the union workers sitting on that beam that hovers above New York and they have like, oh, just eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and oh, what you got in your flask there, Mickey? Ah, 
I got a Mad Dog 2020. You want some of that? Oh, no, it doesn't go with my bologna sandwich. Oh, you got to try it. How about some whiskey? God, I love drinking. Oh, all right. Here's Ann's answer. Get it, toots. Here's what Ann has to say to Hiccup. How early is too early to start drinking? Not early enough. With the flaming turd bags life has been handing all of us this past year, I'd say if you're lucid, you're doing it wrong. But I get it. We have a hard time justifying an adult beverage if it's still light out. So, if you need a platform slash reason to have a Boilermaker at 11 a.m., here it is. World Unity. Surely you've seen the phrase, it's five o'clock somewhere, written on an oversized novelty beer stein at Spencer Gifts. As much as I roll my eyes when I look at that overused dad joke, there's truth there. When it's 8 a.m. in Rhode Island, it's 9 p.m. in Perth. If it's 5.30 a.m. in L.A., it's 10.30 p.m. in Tokyo. And it's perpetually 6.48 p.m. in Greenwich Mean Time. Is that how Greenwich Mean Time works? Nobody understands Greenwich Mean Time. What better way to bring the world together than by drinking in a show of unity for your fellow human? So if you live in Brazil, raise a glass to Fiji. If you live in Turkey, raise a glass to France. And if you live in America, move. Happy unity drinking, my friend. Now go unplug that digital clock. Bam! Just like my mother said, you know how you do your drinks every week? You should have a drink that's a ward eight or a whiskey sour. <laughs> it's time for specialty cocktail. Do your funny drinks. Do your drinks. Drinks. <laughs> specialty drinks. This week, I'm very excited about the specialty cocktail. I think you will be too. Because this week, in honor of our theme of sobriety, our specialty cocktail is coffee. That's it. Just coffee. Straight down the middle. Get ready to shit yourself. I don't drink coffee. Still one of the best ways for James Jules Ferris to sober up after a two-sherry bender. Bender? <laughs> bender. He's on a bender bender. He's on a bender bender. After he has a couple sherries and he gets abusive. All right. Here are the, the ingredients. One cup black coffee. For Christ's sake, drink it black the way God intended. Stop turning it into dessert with all that crappy sugar. I did not write this. I am a fan of a coconut cream. What? Yes, I love a little coconut creamer. It's, it's light in calories. It's wonderful. It gives a little bit of that coconutty flavor, a little something. I don't I don't put a lot of shit in my coffee no more. I don't put Just sugar. read it. Oh, Just read it. Here are the taste Okay. Here's how it works. Coffee berries are grown. The seeds from these berries turn from green to bright red. They are picked, processed, and dried. The beans are roasted to varying degrees depending on the desired flavor. Roasted beans are ground and then brewed with with near boiling water to produce coffee. (laughs) That was very hard for me all of a sudden because I haven't had fucking coffee. How great does that sound? It's bitter, like Erin and Patty. That son of a that bitch. I never read these things. Slightly acidic, like Erin and Patty. Un- un- okay, just not just called for. I know. This is like calling this a- <laughs> the truth. And has a stimulating effect in humans, primarily due to its caffeine content. Like Erin and Patty. We have a stimulating effect on humans. 
we make people shit. Yes, we do. So open them up, baby. It's one of the most popular drinks in the world. It's mildly beneficial as a stimulant in healthy adults, and long-term consumption might reduce risk of some diseases. I said might. But I'm willing to have another cup and help with the research. By the way, coffee does not help sober you up. The caffeine masks the depressant effects of alcohol. Bland food and water will help you with that. Ooh, a little extra tip. Oh. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm heading to Starbucks for my daily Trenti iced coffee. 12 pump sugar vanilla, sugar-free vanilla, 12 pump sugar-free hazelnut. 12-pump sugar-free caramel, 5-pump skinny mocha, a splash of soy, coffee to the star on the siren's head, ice double blended. Is wow. This, is that a real order? That's a real order. That's disgusting. That's not real. That's a real order from uh, most outrageous things from Starbucks. What is that? That's stupid. That's a kid. That's got to be a kid who walks in as like 12-pump, but then the sugar-free makes me say maybe it's not a kid. The sugar-free will make you shit. Always. Oh, my God. Why? What's coffee to the star on the siren's head? What is that? Oh, that you pour it up to the... I have never heard that before. Have you? No. Like people ordering where to pour your coffee up to even. No. Coffee to the star on the siren's head. No, I've never heard of that. But that's wild. That is that is definitely not a kid because I've, I would never know that. Iced and double blended. How do you figure out that that is your Starbucks order? What's the what's the process of elimination that you have to go through to be like, you know what, twelve pump sugar free hazelnut this time? If you don't mind, let's dial it up. Dial it up to eleven. This coffee goes to eleven. Do I not get my coffee? Yes, I'm Mike. Oh, thanks, friend. Thank you. Is that creamer up there? No, it's fake. Oh, you son of a bee. So I have to drink it black, eh? I do a little. Wait, you don't do coffee now? No. How is this? You're not drinking any coffee in the or morning. caffeine. How do you feel? Well, the first couple of days, not great. I would have punched I, somebody in the head. I just fell asleep. I was tired. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I drank a lot of coffee. So no, how much coffee did you drink before going off of this? Like two to three cups. All right. Well, that's not it's a good a amount. but A day. Yeah, yeah. I'll have like I had gastritis, so I had to calm it. They said that's the caffeine that's doing that, or it's the yeah. coffee that's doing that? Caffeine. Wow. So you just cut it out entirely. Yeah. So you just sort of slept for a couple days, and yeah. then when you came to and you had the DTs, I would have the total DTs. Like, I, d- I would see a baby on a ceiling, and its head would turn. I did, but that was a real thing. <laughs> that's where we keep When them. you've been to Chuck Ragsdale's meth den. Do the scream one more time for me. But was he being hurt? It was really like nobody was no, trying it was to like kill he, him. It was like he turned around and just realized everything. Now imagine going in Chuck's house and everything that is so beautiful in particular. And curated. Is just, right. Is just just dripping with sex of some sort. Ew! Like condoms, like anal beads, lube, oh. hair. God, this sounds gloves. awesome. <laughs> I want to go to this party. (laughs) Why didn't I get an invitation? (laughs) What if I was in there?